Good evening, everyone. It is your host, Anthony Perez, joined by my fellow co-host, Allison Ray. And on today's episode of Voices of Oleron, we're going to be talking about the overturning of Roe v. Wade and abortion. Um, I want to talk about this because it seems to get politicized a lot and my two cents on this is that this shouldn't be a topic that should be politicized because in my eyes I see it as human rights um not just for women but like for anyone that could have an abortion and when we say or when we try to include abortion into politics um it kind of blurs that separation of church line because a lot of decision being made right now on abortion are tied to christian views and again that is like you're considering your faith and your religion into the laws that you're placing in today which is going against that separation of church and state um that's the way that i see it i am pro-choice i'm whatever you want to do with your body with the process of going through an abortion or whether you want to keep the baby or the fetus i mean or whatever is up to you like i it's not my choice I'm not going to be dictating you or judging you or whatever. Like, it's you. Go do what you want. That's me. Um, I'm not sure how you view things, but that's how I see it. Yeah, so I'm kind of disgusted as a woman myself um, with the whole fact that they overturned Roe v. Wade, I live in a state that is certainly going to ban it. Our governor basically said that he already has, like, the paperwork sitting on his desk to do so. Um, so that's fun. I know there's a whole group of, I think it's like 11 states that had trigger laws that already banned it, um, in every case except for if it would basically, um, kill the mother if she gave birth however there's so much um uncertainty with even that so i honestly don't even know for the most part if they would do them even if it's going to kill the mother um the states so far that have had trigger laws that went into effect i believe are idaho wyoming utah south dakota north dakota Missouri, Mississippi, Texas, Oklahoma, um, Louisiana, uh, Arkansas, I don't know if I said that, Tennessee, and Kentucky. And then who's very almost certain to ban it is Arizona, Iowa, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, Ohio, West Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, and Alabama. Which, if you look at a map of the states, means there's just a massive area in the, like, southeastern 
part of the state where it's illegal. Like if you live in like uh, yep. Mississippi or like uh, Louisiana, the closest one to you would be possibly New Mexico that you'd be able to get one, which is very, very far for those of you. Cause I know not everyone who lives in, lives in the States and may not know what, you know, where the States really are, but that is very, very, very far. Um, I guess Florida, uh, Montana and Indiana are likely to, um, implement it. So for a lot of states as well, that means I think Illinois would be the closest one for them who live in like kind of that block who have trigger laws for it. That, you know, very Southern, basic Southern area of the U.S. Um... I do appreciate, I don't know if you saw this though, Guy, a lot of companies have started mm -hmm. stating that they will pay for any of their employees that are like full-time to basically their travel expenses and everything to go get them, which is yeah, great. I think it was Dick's Sporting Company was one of them, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Dick's did, I believe Apple did, um, I can look it up. Did Disney? I feel like Disney... I think so. Yeah, no. Um, in the meantime, you do that. Something I wanted to touch on, on, touch up on is the government knows what they're doing. They already know what's going to be voted because they already know what the people, what the demographic of the people making the decisions is. And they thought they could be slick. And I don't know if you saw, but literally the day before that the decision was overturned, they it was something about the police not having to like be forced to do the whole Miranda right process where it's like oh you have the right to remain silent and mm -hmm. all that because they knew we were going to protest and of course when you're at a protest a whole bunch of like altercations are going to happen So also didn't they just uh, lax gun control as well in the entire country yeah. Mm -hmm. There's something they passed about gun control. I can't remember exactly what it was, though. Okay, um, according to today, some of the big names, um, Adobe, BuzzFeed, Bank of America, Bumble, oh, that goes great with what our <laughs> next ones, our next uh, episodes could be, but that's for the end of the show. Um, Dick Sporting Goods, Discord, that's what we, me and Guy use to talk to each other to be able to record this podcast. Um, H&M, Possible Foods, there, there's a whole big list. Nike, um, that will basically pay for their employees' expenses and everything um, in order to go get um, abortions if they are not legal in the state that they currently live in, which is great. Um... But yeah, it's horrible. I'm already reading stories of like people whose babies are going to be born dead and they can't get an abortion because it's not legal in their state. And they can't pay to go somewhere else. So they're going to have to basically give birth to a baby that they know is going to be dead because they don't have exceptions for those in any of the states that have banned it so far. 
which is horrible. Like I was reading this one where their baby's actually brain dead, um, and she she has to give birth to it. She had no other choice. Yeah, no, it's, it's a tough, really fucked up thought because, like, for example, like I don't know, like if someone who is of age that isn't ready to be a mom yet, but is ready to like be sexually active, they could try their best to be sexually protective. There is still a chance that you will get pregnant, but guess what? All that stuff that people, like even my mom, my mom's like, so what? Just use protection. Be safe. That, like, there is still a chance of happening. Mm-hmm. Like, something could happen to the condom or, you know, you, like, right before you like ejaculate or anything, like, something could have happened, but, like, there's still a possibility of it happening. And then guess what? You're screwed. You don't have the finances to support the child. You don't have the resources for it. And then you're also not ready to just be a mom. Because let me tell you, the, the parents... Parenting in general is not easy. Like, I'm not a yeah. parent, but Jesus Christ. And they can't even abort because now it's illegal. So now what? Now what do you do? If you want to hear about um, parents not ready to become parents, go listen to our first podcast over about overbearing parents. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I find it so very interesting. A few different things from that that I find very interesting that the um, generally, you know, very conservative people love to say. Uh, they love to say that we care about the kids and all that. However, we have one of the worst systems for actually helping um, children who are in poverty and stuff like that, um, as well as social services um, when they're given up for adoption. Our foster system's already way overloaded. Um, mm -hmm. Not all foster kids, but a lot of foster kids um, tend to not be treated the best. Um, they do not get the help that they need from the circumstances yeah. that they were taken from and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, that doesn't matter. But, you know, something that's not technically a human yet, that matters, yeah. Um, or, like, the fact that they say you can't abort a ch The government is now saying, basically, in all these states that banned it, you can't abort because it is a child. However, you cannot claim it on your tax returns because they say it's not a child. Like, how does that make sense? They say, oh, you're murdering this baby if you get an abortion. But they're also saying it's not a baby for tax reasons, which you know, doesn't make sense at all. Something that I just don't, I can't wrap my head around. They want the child to be born no matter the age of the person, even if they were young and they were like sexually abused or whatever. And... They were pregnant because of that. She can't abort because the court would say it's too young. But then, like tying this back to LGBT, guess what? They're also too young to, like, they're not ready mm -hmm. for sexuality. Like, what? So they're not ready to learn about sexuality, but they're ready to be a mom. Okay. Yeah, that, um... 
my boyfriend's brother actually just posted right, something on Facebook that drove um, me and him crazy. That it was like um, basically like a man standing over a child with like a shield and a rainbow hitting it saying protect youth against like LGBTQ basically that they don't need to know about that yet. But, like, he also posts that he's so happy that, like, abortion got overturned and stuff. And I'm like, okay, so a 12-year-old can, uh, you know, have a child, but they can't learn about what, um, you know, that Tommy over there has two dads. Cool. Yeah. No, it, like, the whole situation is just fucked because there's so many layers to it, and each layer has its own issues. Mm-hmm. That is just morally wrong. Like, one before, like I said before, the day before the case happened, or the overturning happened, they took the Miranda White, the Miranda Wright process, like, from being something that needed to be said and done. They, over, they uh, like, removed that process, kind of. Um, then, they want to use their religion and their Christian faith to completely... Take control of women's bodies and rights, or anyone that could give birth, and basically control them from the Christian like perspective. But there's other religions that require the mother or the person giving birth to get an abortion if it threatens the person giving birth. Mm-hmm. But now they can't express their religion freedom, their religious freedom, because of the overturning. Yeah. Um. I, oh, I also love the, you know, all of the, uh, um, conservatives say like being all like, my body, my choice, with the mass thing. When it was to protect yep. people. Mm-hmm. And now they're making like um fun of women for saying that. And I'm like Okay. Um yep. Yeah, and there's a lot of different things that you can get into with the whole like separation of church and state, like the fact that churches aren't taxed, even though, you know, it's supposed to be separation between the two they're supposed to be seen as just any normal organization um and if they were they would be taxed like literally any other organization in the country except for charity which i mean let's be real church it's not charity um yeah there's so many different layers to it there's also the um fact that um oh what what's the one supreme court justice's name the one that is really shitty um clarence thompson that oh one. my god yeah is it thompson um, or thomas thomas sorry thomas I, i'm literally reading it and i <laughs> okay um he wants to revisit um, past landmark decisions uh, such as the right to obtain contraception 
So making it so it'd be up to the states whether you can obtain contraception. Um, so states could make it illegal to even get that. Like, um, you know, um, birth control and stuff like that. Um, which is, I hope they do that. Um, if it did get overturned, I would hope that states would at least allow for, like, medical reasons for you to do it. Because, like, my one friend, um, has, actually has, when she doesn't take birth control, she gets, um, cancer assists on her ovaries. So, like, if they were to overturn that and, like, Ohio is to ban her from being able to get that, I don't know what she would do. If they didn't, like, at least exempt it for that, but, um... That's kind of terrifying to think of, but as well as the right to um, same-sex marriage, um, which if they do go to that, it's definitely going to be overturned. I can tell you that right now. Um, I'm half surprised that that was actually able to go through with um, an executive order. Because marriage has always been kind of seen as more of a state issue than, mm -hmm. um, so I was surprised when that got legalized in general because of that. So if that, that ends up landing on their desk, that's definitely getting overturned. I can tell you that right now. There, there's no chance, um, in my opinion, which is horrible. Um, and then there's also the right to same-sex intimacy they may overturn. So basically, um what's called the um, bedroom or privacy in the bedroom law. It's something like that. Um, I think it's privacy in the bedroom. I think that's, I think that's what they refer to as. And at first I didn't know what that was. Cause I had been, I was reading all these when this first happened and I didn't know what that was. And I read more into it and it terrified me. Cause that basically means that if they find that you are in a same sex relationship, you can be criminally, um, in trouble for that basically so basically criminalizing it to be gay in america is what they would allow states to be able to do um if they overturn yeah, that no, no. i was seeing that and um he was saying that they should also remove the uh what was it it was like something anti-lgbt as well and um, people on Twitter, at least from what I was seeing, were coming for him because from the basis that he was using, the law that said that, like, interracial couples could happen, he mm -hmm. never targeted that, but his wife is a white woman. Yep. And it's like, the same exact thing as same-sex marriage. It was, um, that was done, I believe, by, I don't know who... Like, what actually ended up ruling that that's a thing? That that was, like, able to be a thing in all states. But, um, I know it was the federal government that did it. Um, so I do find it very interesting that he's like, mm, yeah, same-sex marriage, no, that can't go through, but, um, interracial couples, yeah, that's fine. Um, I guess his wife is being looked at for the January, January. what, January 6th? Sixth thing, yep. mm -hmm. and I'm really hoping if she ends up getting indicted on charges for it, that it basically ruins his credibility 
and he's not going to get in trouble for it, but I'm really hoping that it makes him basically step down from doing all of this shit um, by ruining his credibility if his wife is convicted on treason, basically. <laughs> um, which I think her trial already started, I believe. I know if it hasn't, it's going too soon. I can't remember exactly. Me and my grandma were talking about it. But it scares me for, like, everything that this is opening the door for. Even down to, um... I mean, some of these states where it's saying, uh, basically, like, you could abort the baby, um, if it's a hazard to the mother. That's making me think that it's going to go back to how it was in the 1950s where the husband or boyfriend is going to be able to say, I want the baby or I want the wife. If they can't say both. Like, basically, the husband gets to pick who lives. Which is how it used to be, like, way back in the day. If you've ever watched Bridgerton, I think it was season two. Uh, yeah, there's only two seasons, I think. It was season two. Um, same thing happened, but with the son, he had to decide if... Um, they saved the uh, baby or his mother, because the father died at that point. But I think that's a, this is opening the door for that in all of the states that um, abortion was banned in as well. Because it's, like I said, it's so sketchy to say, like, um, you know, it's banned unless it's, like, detrimental to the mother. I really do think that's where it's um, heading. We're just really regressing back to like the 1950s, basically. Yeah. And before. Now that you said that, actually, um, it reminds me of a tweet that Senator of Texas John Corrin made in response to Barack Obama. Um, Barack Obama was talking about the overturning and said, Today, the Supreme Court not only reversed nearly 50 years of president, it relegated the most intensely personal decisions someone can make to the whims of politicians and ideally attacking the essential freedoms of millions of Americans. John Corrin replied saying, now do Plessy versus Ferguson slash Brown, Brown versus Board of Education. When I saw this tweet, the people that we have in office should not be in office because <laughs> they're mm -hmm. they're old they are old and they're making all these decisions and regulations on us when they don't have much to live honestly a lot of these people are in like their 60s and 70s and like more than half of their life has already been laid and that's assuming that they even live to like the full 100 a lot of people don't. And like just the comment that he made about the Plessy versus Ferguson and uh the with the Brown versus Board of Education, like that is insane. Like what is that telling your constituents? Oh, I don't mm -hmm. want people to be together. I want separate but equal. But even then, separate and equal wasn't even equal. It was just separate. I mean, it doesn't even make sense. Like, if you were to do that and, like, go back to that, you know how much money you'd have to spend to make all of these new resources for each yeah, group? they don't like, like spending. 
I like I don't even understand that from like not even like a you know basic human, human rights standpoint, <laughs> but like an economic standpoint, which is what they you know conservatives tend to like to look at, because like you know how much money it would take to desegregate de well no resegregate the u.s well it feels feels like at this point but um resegregate i cannot say that word uh the u.s that would be a ridiculous amount of money trying to make all new schools all that crap like holy hell and they're like yeah that that sounds good and it's like are you guys the ones who's supposed to be like really stingy and like crazy about money not even from like, I mean, from a moral standpoint too. Like, it's obviously horrible, but like, even like a language that they understand. Come on, you've got to be smarter than that. How the hell did you get elected? I don't know. That's like, you know what? As a matter of fact, I think Clarence Thomas. I think he also wrote up some papers just this week, but it was based on a Q. And on theory. Which I don't understand how these people can be in office while being a QAnon believer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, um Yeah, I don't understand how he can I don't understand how they don't vote, like, no confidence on him at this point. Honestly. His wife is being, like, tried for treason, basically. He's obviously, like, a QAnon believer. I honestly do not understand how he's not, how they haven't done, like, a vote of no confidence. Which I don't know. I think they can do with Supreme Court. I think they can do with any elected official. Um... I don't know who would do that. I, it would have to probably be... It wouldn't be the Supreme Court. Because it would just end up, like, in a tie right now. Because obviously he wouldn't be able to vote, but... Um... Yeah. And all of this guy comes from one... All of this is because of one election. How does that make you feel? I don't know. I think... Didn't Trump elect three of the justices? Trump elected three. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know he he did Amy super fast right before he was about to get kicked out. Yep. He did that shit instantaneously. Probably the fastest, if I'm not mistaken. And it was put through almost instantly, unlike um, the justice that Biden is trying to currently trying to mm-hmm. put through. Who yeah. is sadly it's replacing another Democrat. Oof. So it won't even even the numbers. Um Yeah. Yeah. He did. All the chaos that one election caused. He, he got did. three Supreme Court justices in there. That was, are all extreme conservatives. It was Neil Gorsuch on April eighth of twenty seventeen. I don't remember that one honestly. Then there was Brett Kavanaugh. October 6, 2018. I remember that because of some case he did. I forgot what it was. A case he had against him. Um, 
Was this sexual assault? Is that what it uh, was? I don't know. And then it was Amy Coney Barrett, but Amy Coney Barrett was so ridiculously fast. Um. Yeah, I know. Like when it happened. Oh. Uh, sorry. Um, Christine Blasey Ford accused Kavanaugh of sexually assaulting her in early 1980s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know when it all happened, like, the word came out, my, me and my friends were texting in a group chat. They're very, 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 um, uh, I would say almost socialist uh, people. I love them. Um, but, like, my one friend, um, Peyton, who I, yes, uh, on that note, um, I know I said we were going to have a special guest star. But um, I ended up being around my grandma today, who found out like three hours later has COVID. So I could not have my special guest star because did not want to like, you know, if I got it, I didn't want to six, yeah. you know, her. expose her. That's a good better word than what I was trying to say. <laughs> expose her to it. Because um, right now, even if I tested, I would test negative since I was literally just around them yesterday and today. So, um, so we do not have a special guest star, but um, my friend Peyton, who I was going to have as our guest star, um, she is actually, she's a year younger than me. She's 24, 23, 24. She's right around there. Um she has no children or anything like that. And generally, if you're really young and have no children, they will not tie your tubes if you're a woman. Um, yep. But I guess there's a list of doctors who actually will now since um, Roe v. Wade got overturned and they're trying to do it like as quick as possible for women because it is not reversible. So if they want it because this was overturned, they can get it um, from like a there's like a whole list of doctors you can go to. Um, I don't know if the ones she sent was just in our area or if they were just like around the country. I'm not sure, but you can probably look up a list of them um, if this is something that you want. If you know you don't want any children at all in your life. But I know like she is actually planning on getting her tubes tied, even though she's 23, 24, because she knows she doesn't want children. And, like, before, you know, she was like, yeah, whatever, if, like, something does happen, like, you know, that's always an option. But now, in our state, it's not. So, um, I know another one of my friends who has a boyfriend right now, um, her boyfriend is actually talking about getting a vasectomy. So they don't have any accidents. Since that is actually reversible in, like, 99% of cases. Once in a while, it's not, but it's really rare. Um, I've seen, like, a whole list of guys who, like, have... Who are, like, around our age guy who have been talking about, like, going and getting them because guys can get vasectomies, like, without, you know, them asking, how many kids do you have? You don't have enough. No, I'm not going to do it. Or how old are you? No, you're not old enough. Um... So there's, I wouldn't be surprised if the next, like, little bit here, if there's, like, an uptake in guys getting those. 
so they don't accidentally get their girlfriends pregnant. I can't wait till these all these conservatives see that they just basically ended um casual sex by doing this. Because now no girl just wanna get, is gonna wanna, you know, have casual sex with guys anymore. Um, that thing with the whole tube time thing, I don't agree with in the aspect of age. <clears throat> like, oh, like I don't care if you're that young. Like, the decision of wanting to have kids, I feel like, is something that could be made from a young age because. You yourself know yourself better than anyone else. There is mm -hmm. no other person that could determine whether or not you're fit as a parent more than yourself. Because you literally live with yourself 24-7. Mm -hmm. Me, before I was like, oh yeah, you know, it'd be kind of cool to have my own kids. But no, I am not fit as a parent and I am self-aware of that. I cannot do the stuff that my parents have. I just can't. And it's not like a fault in my character. It's just some people, and I wish parents now, some parents now realize that they are just not fit to be parents. And I'd rather kids to be born, or less kids to be born, but with really good parents and like, fit parents, then a whole bunch of kids being born, but their their parents are crap. Yeah. Like, like, um... Oh, wow, if you're 20, like, if you want your tubes, like, go ahead. You know if you want to be a parent or not. And, like, she, I think she wants kids, she just doesn't want to have kids. Like, she wants to adopt. She doesn't believe in, like, bringing more children into this world because there's already that, so many that need a home. That is a whole other topic, but yes, I agree. Like, yeah. I don't want to bring a child into this world either. I'd rather take care of one now that is already in this world. Mm-hmm. That I could give the world to. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I, like, for me personally, like, I'm never gonna actually have a child. I'm gonna adopt because... I just a, a you don't want to go through that. people are just pro birth because yeah, they They're don't just care pro about these foster increasing their um increasing the population. They don't actually care about the kids once they're born. You know, I think almost some of it because not to stereotype, but let's be real. Most conservatives are old white men. Yeah. Or just white men in general. A lot. And, and I, I almost wonder also... um, if this is like some messed up way of them trying to like I don't know force more people because generally they also tend to be racist. Let's be real. I almost wonder if this is, like, a way for them to try and force more, like, hoping it'll force more people of, like, you know, their race to be born. If that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. Um. The thing with the whole pro-birth thing, it's not just white people. Like, a lot of it is, but there is also a lot of conservative 
Hispanic and Latinos, and there's also a lot of his, his uh, conservative black people as well. Mm-hmm. Like the new wave that we were seeing in Georgia, that's new. Like non-conservative black people is just like a new thing that's happening recently. And I'm pretty sure it's because of all the racism that they've been experiencing that has been like radicalizing them. Yeah. But like obvi- obviously black people are going to be against racism. But and I've seen it from my own eyes because my stepfather is black so I've seen like a black family and their views. They are conservative in the way that they are more traditional in the ways that they see life. Like, mm-hmm. they display homophobia. And this happens a lot, too, in Hispanic and Latino. So I'm, like, grouping them up because, obviously, there could be Hispanic black people. But um, I've seen it in both communities where the men have to be super, super masculine. And that's where, like, the whole machismo culture comes in. And if you deviate from that, you instantly get bullied from the family. Um, Mm -hmm. You talk a certain way, they judge you. They look at you for what you're wearing and what you have on. Like, these are conservative families that also tie into these decisions as well because, you know, they're always going to hit you with the, where's the girlfriend? Uh, where's the wife? Where's the kids? Like, you're supposed to grow up, get married, have kids, and that's it. That's your purpose. That is what they see in their eyes. But my mom has told me, so. So has my grandmother, but. It's just a whole lot of stuff, and that's what I'm saying. It's like such a multi-layered, multi-layered issue. Yeah. There's a lot of different stuff that goes into it. <laughs> a lot of it is just people not being able to separate church from state to save their lives for some reason. <laughs> There's also the fact that because you believe in that doesn't mean that I also have to go through those same rules. Because that's mm-hmm. not what religious freedom is. Religious freedom is believing what you want to believe in and also living in that style. In that lifestyle. A religious style or whatever, but you can't be a Christian and force a Muslim to follow your rules. And that is what's happening here in the United States. They are predominantly Christian forcing Muslim population, forcing the Jewish population, um, the other religions as well. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, and I think it was just recently. Didn't recently they just changed the fact that uh, whatever you swear on in the court is whatever you choose to be instead of it being strictly the Bible, even if you don't yes. believe in that? You mean they let you like swear on like, like whatever? They let you choose whatever. Or if you yeah. don't believe in anything, they let you do it on the Constitution, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know when they started letting you do that, but I do know they do now. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Um, yeah, like I said, it's just, 
our Supreme Court and our just like, you know, government in general, which is a bunch of old white men for the most part, who are very Christian or Catholic or whatever branch Christianity, Baptist, whatever, making most of their rulings and stuff like that based off of, you know, their religious beliefs because people just can't seem to separate religious beliefs from, you know, anything else. Or I should say their beliefs from most other things, which is stupid. Um, women having basic rights to their own body should not be a politi politicized issue, but apparently it has to be in this country because everything has to be in this country. Yeah, um, women can't issue. just have rights. <laughs> Period. Um, I don't understand that. That's so contradictory because, like, you. I mean, it has a clear answer, and that answer is the objectification of women. But straight men are always like, "Ah, you don't like women, the gay men," and they, they. They don't want women to, like, surpass them because it hurts their ego and stuff. But they also, like, I don't, it's just so, kind of, I don't know how to explain it, but, like. It's just so ingrained in our culture, and I think most cultures around the world, that men are better than women. It's just ingrained in culture around the entire globe um, rather than men are equal to women. And I think that's what we're seeing here is, um, you know, women are finally getting somewhat on equal footing as men around the uh, a lot of countries around the world, but as well as the U.S. And now men are pushing back on that for the most part. I think it's part think, of what we're seeing. I think that's what I was trying to say, that, like, back then, and it still even happens now, that men always try to be or act superior to women, but they always want women at the same time. So it's like, what? You want us, but you think that you're superior to us. Like, how does that make sense? It's just weird. Like, what? Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, yeah, I think I said pretty much everything I have. I think I did too. This country um, has turned into a shit show. Basically. If, you, if you've been listening to our last like three or four podcasts, this country's turned into a shit show. Even more so than it already was. Um, for our next week's episode, um, it was going to be on the topic of queer dating. Because me, my favorite a, kind, <laughs> me as a gay man, <laughs> there has been a hell of a lot more challenges that we have to go through than straight people. 
because so my dating pool is more limited <laughs> in the fact that like, there's like predominantly more straight people than queer people but more specifically in my gay dating pool there's a lot more straight people than gay men obviously um well and only that, to be fair I don't think anyone is actually 100% straight, but that's another story. That's yeah, for that's next podcast. What? Oh, no, um, even people who are like, I'm straight. No, you're not. Everyone's a little gay. Um, what was it? Yeah. Like, one are dating pools limited, and in that dating pool, deep down, even if they are gay, they still might not be out. Or they just might not be interested. It's just one obstacle that we have to go through. And I wanted to talk about that next week because I think it's something that a lot of people can open their eyes to. Because I've also noticed that hookup culture in the gay men community is just very rampant. Oh, compared yeah. to straight people. And I want to discuss it. Yeah, compared to lesbians, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, long. I don't think I've ever heard of like stories like that from lesbians. I'm not even gonna lie. No, not a lot of. There's not a lot of hookups that go on. It's mostly like women just have a generally more emotional attachment yeah. mm-hmm. than men generally too. Not all the time. Some women will will just go for it, but um, yeah. Yeah, so that will be next week's podcast on queer dating. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this whenever you are listening to it. Day, evening, afternoon, whatever this is for you. Uh, If you could give us five stars if you're listening on iTunes or follow us on Spotify or wherever you're listening. So you get notifications when we post new videos and all that fun stuff. Well, not videos, sorry. Podcasts and all that fun stuff. Um, And yeah, come back for the next one about queer dating. It should be fun.